Welcome to episode number 42 of the DMC podcast and the first episode for 2022. Introducing your host today, kind, wise, handsome and humble. That's right, it's me, Adam Rigby. And the man, the myth, the return of the king, the man who put the G in gains, the wool in wads and the cha-cha-cha in chest and arms, Mr. Cody Hunter, bro, epic to see you. There you uh, go. You too, mate. Thanks for having me back on the first episode of 2022, mate. It's exciting. Here we go. Yeah, mate. It's it's been such a big break, but this is mate, mate. The DMC is you, is me, is us. So stoked to be able to because you've been busy, man, man, through the through the back half and leading into this year. All sorts of stuff uh, happening for you, which has been cool, um, and we can discuss a bit around that if you want to. Um, but yeah, man, whoa, let let's just have a little bit of a debrief, mate. Twenty twenty one, what a year! Holy shit, we're officially now twenty twenty two, living in the future. There you go, mate. It's madness. I don't know whether people <laughs> understand this, but when I was a youngster. I think the year 2000 was it, right? 2000, we were supposed to be flying around the spacecrafts and wearing silver suits. So a little bit gutted. I mean, you could still rock a silver suit, let's be honest. Um, I did in Korea, mate. Korea silver suit. Pay good money. Pay good money. Let's have a poll. Who wants to see Cody bring back the mate, silver suit? <laughs> silver suits are a go over there, bro. Like we used oh. to have them. It was so good. <laughs> but you're right, mate. Remember the TV show uh, Beyond 2000, mate? That was the TV yeah. show we used to watch as kids. Yeah. Hey, and it was like, yeah. oh my God, it's going to be amazing after 2000. We get to 2000, we're like, Oh, we can't even have our computers run past the number 2000 anyway, mate. So why two k's to come and blow us all up, you know? Like, oh, it's so good, eh? Well, I was joking no about flying. that with a friend. Actually, we were in a, in a bar, in the same bar that I met my lovely wife, actually, many, many years ago in 1999, New Year's Eve, waiting for the lights to go out. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. five, four, three, everybody getting nervous. Two, one, happy, well, nothing's happened. Okay, let's get, yeah, yeah. let's get mortal. Um, and so here, we are, here we are 20, 22 years late. Oh, my mate. back hurts just thinking, my back hurts mate. just thinking about it. People made good years. money off that, mate, of scaring people on that one and saying, I'll, I'll get your computers ready, we'll fix you up so you don't have to worry about it and you'll be yeah, fine. And, and upgrades <laughs> and, mate, here we go. But we made it. So, bro, despite, yeah. you know, an epic year, super challenging um, and, and arguably a couple of years that's super challenging, and for some people, the most challenging couple of years that they've ever uh, mm. been through as a as a as a human, as a family, as a as a nation. Um, certainly um, for us, anyway, in our lifetime. But we got through it, mate. Oh, holy shit! Well, touch yeah. and go. Um, yeah, mate. I'm coming hot off six weeks break, which is the first time I've managed to take. Uh, big block normally, as you know, my passion mm. for cycling and people takes me overseas uh, in in uh, New Zealand winter so I can escape to European summer to ride my bike in the mountains with some mates and raise some money. Haven't been able to do that, so stacked up some leave. But yeah, reality, mate, I just got addicted to work mm. last year, eh? and, it, and it's too easy to do. Mm. And I uh, got to the end and thought, yep, need to take some break. And luckily, the organisation supported me with that, and I had a ton of leave owing. And uh, yeah, didn't really, I mean, you know me, mate, I'm an active relaxer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, putting the yeah. feet up doesn't really come into the equation for either of us, but uh, certainly it's nice not to have the, the additional uh, stress, I guess, of, of whatever your work is, eight to 10 to 12 hours per day, and then trying to do everything in the weekends. Um, so mate, how, I mean, 20, 2021, obviously, year, a year of change. Mate, some of the, but what are some of the big lessons you learned in 2021? 20, Mate, good question. Hey, like, I mean, I suppose it's you sort of just reviewing lots of different questions, just like, I mean, lots of different things. And um, like you were just saying, when you take breaks from things, you're not necessarily missed or needed, which is what people need to understand, I think, a lot. You know, like when yeah. you take your six weeks, the reason you often don't do things for yourself is because you're worried the world will fall apart without you. And that's, that's I suppose it's a good thing in terms yeah. of like, you want to make sure that things are good, right? You don't want to just ditch out and leave someone else with the mess. 
Um, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, it's like you leave your phone and you, you leave your phone at home for the day. What happens? The world doesn't burn down. No one needs you. There's no emergencies. And in fact, you actually enjoy not having your phone. Um, on another one, you know, the job is a funny one, eh, bro? Because you invest so much time and effort and everything into it. But as we all know, they'll replace you by tomorrow morning if something happens or you leave or whatever. Like at the end of the day, no one cares. So you've got to look yeah. after the number one more than anything on the planet. Um, and that's just the way it is. And, and, and making sure that, you know, you put so much commitment and effort into your job and your, your roles. Um, and on a coaching perspective, eh, it's like people will book meetings with someone that they might have a business relationship with. Maybe they're trying to, maybe it's an old one. Um, but they'll schedule in a workout. But as soon as something comes up, what gets canned first? The workout, mate. Some, the, the things that are for you are the first things to get chucked to the side. And the things for everyone else get priority. And um, yeah, I just think it's a quite a it's a quite an interesting one to sort of address that, you know, we should be protecting those hours for ourselves like it's the end of the world because when you're not good, you know, nothing's good. Nothing's performing well when you're not performing well. So that's um I suppose a, a good lesson that's led up that's just for always good to review A. Eh? It's like you've got to make sure you're good above all else. And and that's sad. I mean, I'm not saying sadly, but that's even your children and your family. Because if you're not good, they don't want you anyway. You're like, what's wrong with you, Dad? You know, you're not even doing, you're not helping us. Sort your, sort your shit out and then come back and, and be your best. So, yeah, good good little reminder for us all, I think. Yeah, and interesting for businesses and organizations in terms of productivity too, because the whole working from home mm -hmm. gig is something that three people for a six were just used to or managers are used to seeing people with their feet under the desk and punching the cards in. But the reality is the, the amount of tasks that are completed beautifully, efficiently, and to a high level because there's a little bit more balance. Um, mm. And it's less about clock watching and more about just getting down and getting things done. In the modern office, there are tons of distractions, you know, oh. people going out for ciggies or vapes now and, and conversations and catch-ups over the weekends and papers getting thrown across your desk and witnessing lots of tantrums and all of the inter-office <laughs> inter politics that you have to deal with. But when oh. you're at home in your office in your own space, you just committed to getting stuff done. And then you have the ability to say, man, I just need that break. You're not getting micromanaged mm. and told when to take breaks. Because let's face it, you know, it's historic, right? Well, I mean, we we uh, started our get up our working day, which was which was making sure you've got to have your breakfast and then you've got to go to work and then you've got to be home for dinner time. And that just form, formulated mm. our eight to 10 hours. And then obviously mm. as the demands, people are like, oh, I've got to work more, got to work more. And then 10 tends to 14, tends to ridiculous hours. People wanting money oh. tends to two jobs and it just becomes relentless so right bro um first and foremost you do just have to look after yourself mm. and i think people's ability to check themselves and say do you know what holy shit all of these things all of these negatives are now left behind i've got more time just to think about how i operate within an environment the things that affected me that now no longer affect me mm. and i've just got a little more freedom and i think when you have that freedom you can start to embrace mm. some of the things that are just best practice best practice mm. for you um you know i'm fortunate with yeah. being i've been working effectively working from home a home office for a, for a long time now so it wasn't mm. a really uh too much out of the norm for me what what was different was having three workstations at home yeah everyone <laughs> asked at the same time eh? yeah, yeah, yeah 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 trying trying to make space yeah. and and respect each other and Again, Justine's been back here and, and moving into a new stage of her career. So she's just been absolutely gunning it. So super proud of her. But, um, you know, the, the offices all get up and, my, you know, my daughter's changed jobs this year. So having professionals trying to integrate and implement their working day in, a, in an environment, a house environment is interesting. Getting used to each other's company in, in a home environment. Again, we're fortunate with the the, the, the girls and and our family gets on well we communicate freely anyway that's always been gold but you know what it's like family mate you can still get frustrated and they're the first ones to bear the brunt, bear that's, the brunt. Right, that's right well that's the that's the thing that's kind of the safe zone so you can actually do it and, and not paint it up but bro, i think you're a bit like me sometimes too eh, where you sort of I, I quite i work quite well when there's a bit of chaos around not necessarily home chaos yeah but like a good cafe like a good hustle bustle cafe oh, eh? yeah, you've got your headphones yeah. in you had a strong, beautiful cup of coffee and there's shit going on. That's when I tend to do my most deep work. Like, cause you get your, your music and your computer. Um, 
and that was I mean that was me over in Asia to a T. I just lived in cafes that were everyone was my office, and I, I think that's a good spot eh? if you if you sort of being too quiet and like too like an office environment. Again, I just feel sometimes I'm like, man, I don't really I'm not in that inspired here, eh? Um, but in a cafe, set your timer. I, I'm more I'm like, I like a 45 on sort of a 10 to 15 off kind of vibe, like like a workout, man. It's, it's a it's a interval training <laughs> yeah. session here, eh? Yeah. So 45 minute on, 15 minute off. And on that 45, you smash, you stay in the game, you do anything that you've got to do related to work. 15 minutes to, I don't know, get a fresh cup of coffee probably, or, uh, or you know, check out your socials or message someone or call someone socially, whatever. But think about how much more productive, deep, efficient work you can do on that versus behind that desk in the old office, mate, for eight hours, hearing the clicking of the keyboard, mate. Click, 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 click. <laughs> like the office TV show, eh? Like that's just reality, bro. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> the old photocopier and, oh, yeah, mate, did you see the sports on the weekend? <laughs> you know, you're like, <laughs> Some are getting Great, a cu- yeah. cup of water. Glug, glug. Yeah, yeah. And see, I'm like you because I've worked remotely for so long as well. Yeah. Like even before New Zealand again is like, I, I had a mate years ago in Korea and I, I wanted to work with Reebok and he looked at me and goes, mate, I wouldn't even interview you, bro. And you know, I was like, come on, man. What do you mean? He goes, if I put you in this office, you would lose your mind. You know, like those offices <laughs> over there are like the lighting, the setup, the noise, the sound. Um, for people like us, um, there are tough spots. There are tough spots for people like us. You just sort of feel a little bit too fenced in. Like it's, it's a bit tough, eh? Mate, if I, I, you know, and I guess I do to, to some extent, you know, you've got your watch on, it measures your steps during a day. And sometimes I look at it and go, holy yep. shit, how the hell did I manage doing that many steps? Because I'm just moving. Yep. I move from place yeah. to place and I do, I'm, I'm like you. The, 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 the thriving in chaos is a really good analogy because you're right. It's just about energy for me in an environment where mm-hmm. there is energy. And um, to see, to, to, to have a great cup of coffee slid under your nose and for people to reload oh. you know, with an eyebrow, you can look at the brisk and go, yeah, bro, um, some, decent, <laughs> some decent internet and, um, yeah. and getting stuff done. If you can make your calls successfully, uh, I, I, I love that type of stuff. And still coming off a great year, last year was a, last year was a great year for, for me, for us, and just re, resetting, having the ability to reset. Mm. And just think about some of the things that I think I could, I could be better served in doing. Um, some of the disciplines that I'd have to wrap around moving into, um, moving into 20, 2022. because it's it's really good, you know, uh, bro. When you're when you're in a sales job or whatever you're doing, even 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 if it's in reference to working out, just because you had a great year, I mean, you've got to just reset and fundamentally have some goals that will lead you into the next the next stage and and i think if you achieve something that's great but there's always something that you should be chasing in my in my belief um and yes it's just just finding out and determining determining what that is Mm. um and and for a lot of us now it's just fuck mental mental health making sure Mm. we're okay eh? staying uh, remaining uh, um uh healthy remaining positive uh looking after yourself to enable you to look after others um being kind and we talk bro we talk about it all the time eh? the importance of just being kind and again it starts at starts at home um and sits firmly within the shoes that you put on this morning that's you um yeah so rolling into bro rolling into 2022 what's the big hairy audacious goal for for you you know, well, how do you do you do a review of review reset and and think shit? I didn't quite get there. I wanna I wanna do this again, or do you leave it behind, or do you think the step up? What? How do you how do you determine what is your path or the goals for for the next year if that's a thing? Yeah, bro. I mean, it's I think it's a good way to look at it. Is is like you're saying, some of them, you'll be like, fuck, I missed the mark. I missed the mark. But it doesn't mean it wasn't the right goal. It just means maybe my delivery or sorry, my, my approach to it or my mindset to it or yeah, it was completely wrong. And so I've always been a firm believer of like, <laughs> you know, ready, fire, aim. You know, you know I've not just seen that book before, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. It's, um, You know, like you've got to just pull the trigger sometimes. Otherwise, you'll never, ever launch, right? Like failure yeah. to launch is one of the worst things you can do. 
Yep. Um, and that's that's how we got back to New Zealand. That's how I've done a lot of businesses and lot, that's how I've had a lot of successes. And of course, as well, a lot of failures. Yeah. Because you're yep. prepared to actually launch. If you don't launch, mate, you're never going to be successful. And if you don't try to be successful, well, you're obviously not going to fail much either because you won't even have a shot of it. So, um, but I've sort of over the, you know, the last couple of years or a few, you know, New Zealand, coming back here has been a real challenge for to reset everything and start again like cool. we did when we, like three years ago now. And definitely not where we where we had hoped would be. I mean, two to three years of re uh, getting back into where you are is obviously going to be probably about right to get settled. Yep. Obviously, hundred yep. percent the current situation on the planet put a put that, a bit of a, a, a hiccup on that. But again, that's not that's everywhere and everyone. And so it's not like it's um it's a mistake that that's been made personally as well. Yeah. It's sort of just something yeah. you've got to deal with, work with, yeah. figure yeah. out how to make it work. Yep. Um, so I think this year, bro, quite quite frankly, it's still about just finding a place to settle and be safe and look after each other and and um, and just really feel secure in where we are so that then we can put the steps in play or plan out the next game plan. Um, yep. And, you know, because it's just been such a whirlwind over a couple of years. Well, a couple of years and then two years on top of that of like real whirlwind to where we are yep. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it really is that. It's just like, let's just, let's, you know, many aspects are so good. And then other aspects are just ones that are sort of a little bit out of control and in control. But figure those out, get them settled for 2022, get through this year. Um, I suppose the word would be security, but with security and, and, and being settled. And then like, okay, cool. Now we can actually put some mental real estate into the growth phase. Like right now is really yeah. like the settle phase. And then it'll be like, fucking boom, let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, those, the growth phase and the ideas are always there. Right? You've always got your like big things that maybe next year, this year, whatever. Um, but I'm just, those things can kind of be always there, but I'm revisit really just focusing on the, the triaging. I'm just triaging right now. What needs to be looked after first is probably yeah, me right. right now. And it's, and it's also, you know, it's, it's also retaining the ability to, to, to live within your value set and, mm. And without feeling as though you have to compromise every second of every day and, and stretch those too far. So the things that you believe in, the things that are important to you, the things that, you know, you're teaching your kids that you remain and stay consistent within that and everything else will look after itself. Um, yeah, it's, it's, mm. it's, it's, it's a difficult one, eh? Because I think people have, there, there, there's an element and I see it a lot. People are like, just fuck it, march on. And and so we can't we can't keep punching with the brakes on. We can't just keep, you know, slamming on the handbrake. And 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 for me, and and my family, you know, it's just about energy. And 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 doing the podcast is one thing that's really important to me and to us. And communicating with people and um, helping people is one thing that's really important to us. Um, and leveling that up, which. You know that uh, I think the sky is the limit. You can never too much. Ne you can never do too much when it comes to being kind and help and helping others, right? And mm -hmm. and you know the hope is that that what what we do um, echoes and and other people not so much brave enough, but recognise that it's in with it, it's within all of us to be able to help people. Mm. It's within all of us to 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 have the power and ability to be to to be kind and and to help to help one another these are interesting challenging times so anything we can do to help our fellow uh fellow humans and making sure just everybody's okay first and foremost so mm -hmm. yeah um and you know fitness should be fitness is a fitness is a lubricant for life right and 100%. And we, we we should be taking the steps. I think you and I talked about it before. Um, we overcomplicate, and I think uh, in some cases, all of the stuff that we're bombarded with online about you you should if you want to get fit use this, if you want to get fit do that. And it comes down to simplicity. And and um, bro, we had a we had a conversation, a funny conversation yesterday, intermittent. Uh, interruptions via the web but here we are mm. Um, mm. about how how simple it can be when you're trying to reset your goals to just put your shoes on and get out the door and walk um, and I've been doing I've been doing a fair amount of that 
and walking mm. proven to be great for you physically, mentally, emotionally, um, great for the heart, great for cholesterol, um, great for the mind. Oh, yeah. um, giving you time, whether it's solo or, you know, we've talked about it before, the importance of just having time to yourself, but also mm. time with your partner or children to go out and chat. Because when you're walking and talking about a whole range of stuff, the, mm. the, the things you can learn, and that could be a pathway to doing something to doing something new. You know, it uh, could be a 2K walk around the block that suddenly leads you and your family to decide we're going to do the Tongarera crossing. Or mm. you might decide one day, shit, should we start jogging? And then all of a sudden you've signed up for a half marathon or it gives you the discipline and a little bit more confidence to say, you know what, I might start going to the gym. But, you know, the yeah. beauty, of walk, beauty of walking, a eh? investment, right. zero, just yeah. time. We are just... Because I, I have like a, a, a well, sorry, ten year old boy who's seriously like a teenager. But he's, <laughs> I just, he just reminds me of what I was when I was uh, when I was fourteen. But we'll go for a walk, and so I, I don't try anything when we go walking. So when we go for a walk, I'm not sitting there trying to stimulate conversation. I'm letting him do. I'm letting him guide whatever he wants to do. Right? If he wants to chat, we'll talk. If he falls behind me, you know, like five meters, and he's just doing his thing, I just leave him because he's doing his thing. Right? That's the He's not being stimulated by a computer or a television or a mobile phone or by me or anyone. So when I see him by himself dawdling or walking, I love it. I'm like, I wonder what's going on in his head. Like, I think that's amazing. And we just don't get any chances to do it now. And walking is probably the only one we can really, there's, you know, walking or a long drive maybe, but there's still music, whatever. But the walk is like, let him be in his thoughts. Let him just be by himself. And a bike ride is good too, bro. That's a really good one as well. And just be in his head and just, if he wants to talk, he can we don't have to always be like tell me about life and like trying to dig into him it's like mate he's in his own his own element um and it's so good man i, I love when he comes along and he and, and he will fall behind me a little bit it's not like i'm trying to outspeed him but he just does his thing and i'll wait and he doesn't even want me to catch up he just wants to be doing his thing and i love it man like when do you get that chance these days for a kid that age yeah and, and kids i mean kids are wonderful eh? the, the amount of stuff they come up with and the amount of questions and and um Old Maddox is a little bit of a legend, that, that young fella. Um, perfect um, mix of mischief between both you and your, you and your lovely wife. Um, but but the, but the thing is, you've got to learn. You've got to learn to embrace that self-dialogue, eh? And have that conversation with yourself when you're doing positive things, like movement is great. If you're sitting down dwelling in a dark corner, having that conversation, invariably, you'll probably lead yourself to a dark place. But being, being out and about uh, in the sunshine, stimulated by trees and the breeze and nature and birds and, you know, walking with your old man and, and that type of stuff, you start to figure, you start to figure things out, think about things. And that may or may not give you the confidence to actually ask questions or tell mm. someone how you're feeling or solve a problem um, mm. without feeling too bad about it. I, you know, I, I'm a massive fan. And that's why, that's why I love cycling. It's such, mm. so therapeutic, um, so therapeutic to me. Um, and uh, getting out and obviously talking shit with your mates is great too, but also being out mm. by yourself and just going, up wildly in the bushes and not having to negotiate traffic just cows and sheep um mm. but just that just that time alone in your head working so working out uh, we've talked about it before eh, bro the, the brain is just a mega supercomputer that's working mm. a million miles an hour with ideas and rehashing memories and the stuff we remember isn't necessarily what actually happened it's how the brain threw yeah. it back together you know yeah. so sometimes you're like oh fuck, was that person there? <clears throat> um but but you've got to give it time just to spin over and and for the smoke to come out of your ears because <laughs> mm -hmm. as it does mine mm -hmm. Uh, and, um, you know, the funny thing, and you're probably the same, you know, when you, you haven't been exercising or you haven't been for a walk or you haven't done something, you're just like, fuck, I just, no, nah, I need something's wrong. I need to, mm -hmm. I need to do something. I just, I just need to get up and I need to do something. And I recognize it in, in um, my lovely wife as well. It's like, mate, let's just go for a walk. You know, I get, mm -hmm. I get what's called, I, t I guess the term my mother would use was thrushy. She would say, "You're getting thrushy," and 
I don't know. I, don't know. I can't even. I can't even figure out if anybody knows where the where the term thrutchy came from. Um, but she would say, oh, "You're getting thrutchy and ants in, your, ants in your pants, and that's me. I, I can't sit still for long, so I've always got to do something, which is great over Christmas, mate. It's mowing lawns and it's and hammering stuff and cutting stuff, and and uh, we got a big bin down our driveway, so I filled filled that up with uh, with stuff, gave away a whole lot of clothes, did all all sorts of stuff, but." Um, yeah, you can use that power and that energy for good and still still um, allow the mind to do what it's designed to do and just spin over, spin over, blinding flashes of inspiration. You could have the one idea that that it could be the million dollar idea or it could be something that's just really cool that you always wanted to do. You mm. think, yeah, you know what? And and share it with someone else. Mm. Um, yeah, bro, but... but no, it's amazing. Yeah, I, and, and you know, it's... I think people feel though, you know, when you get to the end of the year, it's like, okay, I have, to, I have to start again. And they forget about, you know, let's give ourselves credit team for the distance we had to cover and the ground we had to cover and um, the shelter <laughs> that we had mm. to take from 2021. Because bro, she was rough. She was a rough mm, one. Yeah. And even leading into that, you know, the, the year prior, eh, man, it was a tough year. So being able to just mm. sit back and talk about it and communicate and still have mates and, and know that your friends are okay and stuff is, is bloody good. It's a victory in itself, but mm. we get so conditioned to thinking, okay, no, I have to, I have to continuously move forward, build on what you have already achieved, take confidence from what you've, what you've achieved mm. and how far you've come, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, man. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with, for, for me, I'm a massive fan of obviously doing things you're passionate about. And I think it was, maybe it was episode one we talked about. You find your you know, passion, you find your people, and then mm-hmm. and then your and then your purpose. Certainly, you'll find people that are passionate about the same things. It's important that that again we can go back to the other episodes. That it's important that not everybody in that environment think thinks the same things because otherwise you just you don't grow you don't you can't have great mm. conversation with someone that thinks exactly the same as you because all you'll get is head head nodding mm. <laughs> you want someone mm. that challenges your ideas and your ideals and and you'll still find that in, in a, a, a diversity in a sport that you're interested in diversity in crossfit sure you're you're um you're passionate about this one thing that's brought you to this place like you go to crossfitters but you think about the other things that they're passionate about other things and you don't get that without having what bro conversations mm. conversations in the downtime um, exactly right but yeah mm. i i um i know that I, I saw one thing actually you know thinking that we have to find the one thing that we're passionate about and follow that i think you can be you can be passionate about a number of things. That's okay. Mm. Mm. And then you can chop and change. You don't want to get known as that person that just does one thing. Yeah, yeah. And nah, having one thing. Bit, it's a good book, mate. It's a good book, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good book. It's called The One Thing, mate. It's, it's uh, written years ago, but it's, um, but yeah, yeah. But it's more like in terms of like how you're you're doing your, your current targets or goals or whatnot even so noised out by so many things but we just focus on the one thing like we talked about before going for a walk you know like yeah. that fitness and life yeah but, and, and that's, yeah. A, that's a moment in time right you know where you're just like okay this is my focus mm. now but then tomorrow i might do something else that that adds dimension and it um and mm. gives you experiences and i think when you start to when you start to immerse yourself in a variety of different things that you're passionate about, there's, there's crossover. There's a lot of crossover. Mm. Um, and then they start to intertwine. For me, it's like the, the group fitness journey is the same thing with exercising how, you know, you put yourself on a pathway to help people and slowly the the lines between what I did in my professional life and um, outside of my work and the, and the group fitness in terms of attitude and intensity and all of those types of things just started to merge. And then it all mm. started to make, make sense. Um, and and it's, tr- it's truly wonderful to be able to, to to be able to not sit back, but just kind of ride that ride that wave and that energy, where one doesn't necessarily have to fight the other, where it just becomes yeah. part of who I am, and people recognise that. Um, still, there's the element, you know, like if you're in the gym and you're training, people think that's all you do, or. Oh, um, for, yeah. a lot, for a lot of meatheads, it is all they do, though. It is all <laughs> yeah. it's like, why are you train? Love be good at training. Oh, so you don't have any hobbies? No, this is my hobby. Okay, what's your job? 
Oh, this is my job. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's a, it's one of those funny ones, eh? But yeah, trying to find the, the, the balance. Yeah, the balance. And it's hard, like, mm. power, power to those people that <clears throat> dedicate themselves to the one thing and, and, you know, whatever that is. But I'm sure there's downtime where they can be passionate about other things like people and, and, um, flowers, flower arranging. Music. Um, art, art, music, mm. reading. Mm. Um, I've, I've definitely, you know, what I'm trying to do this year, a big goal for me is just to, to, to learn more or focus on learning more, mainly about people, um, you know, broad term um, psychology, um, being, able to, being able to help people on a, on a broader scale. Being fortunate, I've actually grown on the, over the, over the um, what I call my holiday period, I got to do run a couple of modules for um, people coming into group fit, fitness and changing programs amazing absolutely incredible couple of weekends uh there was 17 people the first weekend and eight eight people the second weekend just saturday sunday just mm -hmm. going through all of the stuff that makes the organization you know outside the, the fitness organization that we work for just truly unique and wonderful and it comes down to com community and wanting to help people which is which is beautiful um, but we went through a, a really cool exercise and it's, and it was about finding your why, you know, the finding out the reason that you do things. And I think you can apply that to things you want to do for 2022, if you, ha if, if you haven't already. And, you know, I think you should write down a list and of, of things that you, you want to do, maybe things you you've done before that you want to restart and just slowly compare like the, the, the drill was about finding your why, why you why you wanted to do, uh, why you wanted to become a group fitness instructor or start this particular program. But it applies to anything, you know. So you could put, uh, I want to run a marathon. I want to go to China. I want to. And all you do is compare one to two to three to four to five, then compare two to three to four to five to one. And mm. every one compares to the other and you tick your preferred option. And the one with the biggest ticks mm. is the one you take action on. Mm. Um, and... And also changing, I think, a, a powerful tool for me has I've been, I've been really focusing on uh, changing I want to to I will mm. and just using, because language is super powerful and I think mentally too in terms of mm. self-talk. So just actually reprogramming myself mentally through just use the use of language to say I will do this. Mm. We will, mm. not I want to or um, I'm going to go, I am going to, not I am going mm -hmm. to go, <laughs> I'm going to mm -hmm. start the process of going to, um, I'm actually going to, you know, yeah. whether it's a yeah. country, man, I'd love to be able to travel, but that's a different thing. So, mm -hmm. so just, mm -hmm. I think writing things, writing things down, and the biggest thing for us too, eh, is saying them out loud. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't keep, don't keep your dreams and your goals a secret. Um, <laughs> because you say them out loud, yeah. they're out there, bro. You can't take them back. And, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it's, it's like. Hey, you say something, mm. and you've always wanted to do it, and and someone may laugh at you. Then who gives a shit? But there'll be a person that goes, "Fuck, that's cool, man. You should just go for it." And keep saying mm. it until you have some person that just reinforces it, or you're around people that believe in you to be able to help you to do that, um, yeah. or someone that says, "Yeah, let's do it," and you're like, "Ah." <laughs> yeah, because bro, I, I, that's the beauty, eh? Because if you don't, if people don't know what your intentions or goals are, yeah, then someone who may have something that can help you along the lines or want to join you, or they'll never know, right? No one will just yeah. never know. And you're sitting there by yourself, and you, you know, it's funny. Some things, some things, you know, you're determined to do, and you're like, I'm not telling anyone. I'm just fucking doing this, and there's no chance you're gonna fail it. It's like, yeah, but it's not about. It's not one of the ones that you sort of need to share. You know, we've all had those ones eh, where it's like, this is sheer determination. I don't give a shit if anyone knows. And then there are other ones that you really want to do, but you know, I need to be accountable. Like it's one that you've probably failed before or yeah. you're not sure exactly how to get there. Eh? So you're like, I need to make this common and make it known to my friends and family because I need them to help me. I actually need some support in this. I need their, them to either push me or be like, yo, let's go. Or maybe someone's got some tools that will help me get there. Um, so yeah, because I, I, I mean, there's plenty that I've achieved in the past that I've told no one about. It's just like, this is, and the other ones that you sort of like a real, you, you sit on it. There's no chance of failing. Because um, I remember doing my bodybuilding competition and I, and I 
well, that was made clear to everybody because number one, I worked in, I owned a gym and I trained everyone every day and everyone's like, and so I made sure every single person knew about it because when I needed someone to train with me at 3.30 in the morning, someone yeah. would show up and train with me. Like if, I like, Cody, like if I need someone to cover classes, they knew that I was wrecked. It was just, it was a whole community took part in that. And then in the photos after the event we did, you can see the community because they were all there in the photo with me and my yeah. speedo. But every single person in that photo Correct. played a role, eh? They all yep. played a part, mate. You know, like yep. without them, I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have got there. That's for sure. Like I would have been just screwed by myself. It was so yep. good. And it's turning. It's turning a corner, eh? I think. And I've thought about that. It's funny you should mention that, bro, because I've thought about that recently too. Because there are things that I wanted to do, and I'm like, why? You know, my reasoning for throwing it online would be what? Is it? Is it because I lack the determination? Do I need the backup for people to say? Do I just need? Is it because I want people to know that I'm doing stuff? Is it? And I'm like, you know what? I could just front up. I could go through the effort of preparing myself for four set activity, whatever it is, and just go and fucking do it, and then just wave a medal at the end of it, rather than just going through the process of sharing that journey. It it's a, it's a way it's a way different mindset, because you know what we're like. We're all about sharing nowadays and getting the, mm. getting the pat on the back because that's motivation but i think you turn a corner if you have the ability to do it in silence and to do it yourself yeah. that's a far out that's a biggie that's yeah, yeah. people are like oh bro, I, didn't, I didn't know you were doing that i didn't know you were training yeah. for that yeah, yeah man i've been training for anybody Fuck, bro. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So i reckon that's powerful but again it depends on situation what it is and yeah i mean i don't think there's a right or wrong i just think it's it's everyone's different to what they're doing like i said i've done both ways i've done in silent the silent assassin and i've done like broadcast it to everyone i've ever known because you know because i need them in fact i need them to know like like because you've already got i think because you've already got a, a little percentage chance that you think you're going to give up on it eh? it's almost like actually i'm probably not going to do this so i'll tell everyone i will so that at least <laughs> hopefully someone will help me <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know, well, I think we're fortunate to have people around that are just going to give us a nudge. And if anybody says, um, is, is brave enough to express a goal to me, I'm like, how can I, how can I help? Is there anything I can do to help you with it? And if they need to suffer in silence, they're keen to do it. With bodybuilding, it's a bit different, eh? Because, like, for two weeks, you'll be really, really shitty. And for three days, you'll be orange. So it's hard to hide that you're doing that. <laughs> orange and shrink. I mean, living in the bathroom for the last few days, uh, and yeah. also, I mean, I remember for me, I, you know, you're posing in your speedo and someone walks in the studio and you're like, you can't, you've got to explain it to people. You know, you, you're naked most of the time. Yeah. Um, but then again, you need training partners because a lot of times you're so tired, you're not performing well. Remember, it's not healthy. So you're not necessarily at your strongest or your best. So it's like, man, I need someone to get me through this leg workout or I won't be able to do it. So you have to call on one of the boys, you know, yeah. get down here, mate. I need someone to, to help me through the session, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and you gotta call everyone. Fuck, it's amazing, eh? Because you think you think about the amount of things that people do or get addicted to or want to do as a goal that aren't inherently healthy, that are just hard work oh, that no. can be <clears throat> that can be soul destroying, and then you get caught in a loop because you just get used to the suffering. Oh, and, yeah. And I think that's the great thing about setting targets to just get outdoors and walk and stuff because it's not all about just absolutely breaking yourself and hurting yourself and getting caught into a loop of continuous intensity you've got to be able to step back and say hey man you know today i'm going to take it easy what's your body you know what's your body telling you um chatting with you yesterday bro that you know I, my wife and i went for a 18.4 kilometer uh run or jog whichever way you want to call it and and if you think back last year we were talking about me starting the running journey and how there was a yeah. lot of fear and doubt around it. But I came out hot. You know, my idea of running was going out and smoking under four-minute Ks and, and just trying to bleed. And this idea that I had to suffer. And I, and I found this, this whole new side of running that I hadn't discovered before. And, and also the ability to just, just immerse myself in something that my wife is incredibly passionate about and just share time with her and chat a little bit and there wasn't much chatter coming back as it was pissing down with rain in the last you know four or five k's were, were, mm. were pretty horrible to be honest but um but we did it together and, and a big hug at the end it was it, it was super cool but you know having yeah having, having the ability to experience that and express that was was just super cool and not and there's a few aches and pains and certainly having a nice shower and a spa afterwards helps but not feeling as though I just 
have to suffer and continuously break yourself. Mm. Um, and that could come down to anything in life. Like, you know, people get caught in poisonous relationships and get, just get used to dealing with poisonous people as well. You just think mm. that's normal when it's not. Um, it's, it's you get addicted to it, eh? And, you, d- you do, and you just, you just think that's normal. People who are in a job that's just, they're used to getting treated poorly and suddenly they get in a job where, you know, they're, they're, they've got a little more freedom and to think and to do and to express themselves and talk. Um, share their opinions and they're like wow this isn't this is weird this Mm. is weird but you know never for a moment should you feel as though you have to you just have to suffer or made to feel as though you're second best everybody counts everybody has you has has an opinion everybody has the ability to do something and like I say if it's just mate putting some shoes on and getting out and walking then fuck do that do it I've had a, I've had a real good change of training because you know I'm a sufferer. I, I love to suffer. I suffer at least once, <laughs> yeah. once a week. Yeah, yeah. I, but my but my suffering this these days is so different. The reason I call suffer is usually longer, but not necessarily intense. Not like it used to be. Like I'm not. Yeah. But anyway, um, these days I've just my, these days it's really up to what my kids are up to. Like I, I just if 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 they want to train or do something with me, then my workout's out the window. I just don't really care enough. It's like. So yep. the other day, the other Sundays are a really good day for me to do really what the kids are keen to do. So um, I wanted to get Layla out running 3K. So I said, you want to go for a 3K? There's a loop, a 200 meter loop over here in Greyland. And so we go there and we ran the full thing together at her pace. I don't care. I mean, to be honest, her pace is not much slower than mine anyway. Bro. <laughs> um, so, and, but our chats and trying to get her to understand about like, when to push through and have chats about it and change the format and what our intention was. And the only intention was no walking. I don't, we don't care about how fast. Let's just try to run the whole way. And we're doing some chanting and incantation, incantations and shit. And we're like, let's go. And it was so cool. Eh? But, um, and that was, and she did the whole thing and she loved it. And then today, like her mindset, so it's, I can just see her already building and she's just a different level. And I'll ask her yesterday. I said, Hey, look, I know you don't want to work out right now, but can you make sure I get through this? This is why I ask her, my six-year-old yeah, yeah, daughter. Yeah. She goes, yeah, dad, yeah. I got you. So she'll jog beside me and go, she'll be like, you got this, dad. And I go, <laughs> and I trick it. And I'll be like, can I Can I quit? I look, I, I feel like quitting. Hey, can I just walk? She goes, no, no walking, <laughs> let's go. Like, I love it, eh? It's, um, but yeah, like, um, I remember being in the day, I would sacrifice that time. If the kid said, let's go do something, I'd say, I've got to go to the gym and train. I'll, I'll play with you when I come back, if there's time. Yeah. But now it's, Let's go do this together. What do you guys want to do? You want to do some yeah. gymnastics, which just means hanging from the pull-up bars while I do some dips and stuff. Um, and, and, and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, let's go. And I go, done, let's go. My workout's completely out the window. I don't care. Such a different mindset, eh? But how cool. They get to experience that. And I get to experience that every, you know, every day. It's mean. Yeah, we know the value of time, eh? And I think that's great because otherwise, if you do disappear to the gym and you do those types of things, you don't include your kids, all they see is the relaxation time. So they see you sitting on your ass, <laughs> Which is all the time. <laughs> With your knees covered in ice, just <laughs> eating stuff in your face full of carbs. And they go, oh, okay, this is normal. But, get, but including True. loved ones, including friends and things you're passionate about, whether it's moving, but just adjusting the intensity so that everybody enjoys mm. the experience. I think giving your friends and family snapshots into the things that you really love is super powerful. So they mm. understand it. They don't, you know, we've like, we've never pushed our kids into doing the things we're passionate about. They've experienced it. They've come to races. You know, we've done the things that you've done, come out for little jogs and runs and bike rides and swimming and all of those types of things. But we've never said you must do this, but mm. they understand, you know, if it's important to you, they see us active, which is great. Being active is more you know, uh, a role model being active and and the the biggest impact I can have on my kids is just showing them what it is to be kind and a good human and treat people with respect and love, you know, um, and they they get it. They're, they're, those kids are just kind and wonderful and beautiful humans because we've always given them the ability and confidence to just sit with us in those moments and for us to for us to be able to share interactions like that, you know, when we caught up at Bowdy's, mate, your kids just sitting with us around the around the fire, just chatting and yakking, making the kids part of the conversation, talking about life. That's just that's just hugely important. Rather than oh, go play go play in the corner and do that, and including children in conversations and and listening to them when because they've got always got valuable things to say. As hilarious as it is, 
and I love it from a from a child's perspective because we get polluted and diluted with all the shit we've been shoveled in, in all of our interactions, and the 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 fresh perspective, and where it comes from from a child is a completely different place than where it comes from from an adult, you know. So, yeah, participating in conversations with young people, which is probably for me anybody under the age of thirty, to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's like um. But bro, that, that, it's like we say, monkey see, monkey do a lot. Eh? And what I've noticed with medics lately, and he did it, he's done it like three or four times recently, and he didn't even know he did it. And um, he says, like, he, we walk into the school the other day for uh, to meet the teachers and everything, and he walks past and he goes, and the, the caretaker goes, oh, hello, medics, or no, hello. I don't know if he knew his name yet. It's his new school. And he just goes, he goes, how are you? And he goes, yeah, and medics goes, yeah, good, thanks. How are you? And the guy goes, what? Like, because adults aren't used to <laughs> yeah. some little kid saying, and then he said it to another person at the restaurant or somewhere too. And he's like, oh, how are you doing? How's your day? And and the person looked at him like, what the, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Thank you. Great. Thanks yeah. for asking, you know, but yeah. it's just, um, and I, I hit him up about it. I was like, mate, it's really cool that you're asking. And he was like, what do you mean? <laughs> he goes, didn't even know I did it. it just, he just sort of, quite funny the way for little kids to be sort of asking those things or like, oh, nice to meet you. What's your name? And, you, and adults get real freaked out by it. It's like, oh, wow, good Fuck, mate. It, it Inspired, it's a call to action. Like, and, and that's teaching us how we should interact, interact anyway. And taking mm. people out of that transactional nature of, you know, when you get caught in the grind and, and even people in cafes or restaurants, they're there working hard because they've got, you know, life and bills and family as well. So, you know, the, the opportunity to, to check in and for, for allow them to experience something new because there's a lot of assholes in the world that treat people like shit, right? Mm -hmm. And you see it. So I'm a big fan of just doing exactly that, checking in, saying, hey, how you going? How's your day? Even mm -hmm. even over a FPOS transaction or mm -hmm. something as simple as that, you know, instead of just, yeah, good, thanks, bye. How are you? Good. Mate, it was good today because I was on a hill sprint today. I was telling you, we, I took the kids to this big hill we found. And as I was doing this workout, and the kids we were all, the, the, I parked the car so they could take a break because I was there for like 40, 45 minutes doing this workout. And a guy showed up on the other side of the road and he started doing his sprints too because this hill was like massive. And uh, and then he's like, G'day, mate. And I was like, we kept giving each other the old thumbs up across the road. And then I was like, Lucky we've got a back wind, mate, because it was like so windy. Um, and then all of a sudden, by the end of it, we're like best buddies, eh? Like just going past each other. And then he, ran, he runs past. I love he that. Me, I love like, it. Come on, bro, you, you've uh, got it, man. And he and he's like, he's probably a bit older than I was. It was like we weren't two young bucks running up this hill, mate. We were, yeah. we were the lads doing the yards, and uh, oh, it was just so cool. And, and then when he left, he opened the window up, and he's like, "See, mate, see you next time." And I was like, "Yeah, see you, bro." Never seen him before in my life, but just yeah. like a shared, a shared interest. We're both hurting um, on the opposite sides of the road, mate. Encouraging each other to get up that hill. Oh, I love that shit, <laughs> you know, it's just doing laps and it's all of those types of things when you see someone doing the same thing, when you, like for me, yeah. cycling and, and, and you know, you wave at a at a cyclist and there's some stains that don't wave back because they're, you yeah. know, they think they're preparing for the Tour de France. But like <laughs> I think I've said before, mate, I've ridden with guys that have actually wouldn't ridden and in one stage in the Tour de France and they still wave at everybody, mate. They don't give yeah. a shit. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, it's just sharing, sharing that common thing to say, yeah, bro, um, how good like yeah, how yeah, good exactly. how good to be out good. about even on a shit day you know how funny it is yeah. you go out for a walk and it's just pissing with rain and you see someone else and you just look at them and go you laugh and i yeah, feel yeah, as yeah. it's, it's kind of like we're the lucky ones right yeah. you know you're saying you get it bro hey and because there's not many oh, other yeah, i guess we look at ourselves as nutters because we're out there doing it but how good to be able to go out and experience just a little bit of rain Put a raincoat yeah. on and and get out and, and get amongst it. And saying that, mate, it was pissing down. So I just I was in the garage today, rolling the legs yeah. out on my on my bicycle, riding through a virtual world. But love it, bro. Um, love it. Yeah, bro. So, mate, moving moving forward. Obviously, big big year twenty 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 two. We're going to come up. It's going to be two twenty two on the second to 22nd of the second 2022 soon mm. <laughs> in a week or so oh. or valentine's day it's valentine's day tomorrow is it is it tomorrow hang on 13th yeah valentine's oh big, shit. Va big valentine's day tomorrow where we're getting talked into buying all sorts of stuff 
Um, <laughs> my my advice to people: every day should be Valentine's Day. You should show appreciation and love for your respective partner. And eat chocolate every day of the week, and you should eat chocolate too. And yeah, flowers don't have to be once a year or twice a year. Um, even the power of just picking a flower from someone else's garden who spent the best part of 15 years growing a tree for you to come and whip a flower off. Still a powerful, still a powerful tool. Yeah. A $10, a $9.95 posy of flowers would do exactly the same as a $95 posy of flowers, but you do you. Just do, do stuff that's inherently kind and just uh, make sure that the other person knows that you appreciate them. That's all I'm saying on that matter. I hear you, bro. I hear you, bro. Good call, mate step up but um yeah moving moving hard into moving hard into 2022 um mate what are your what are your thoughts what's the what's the have you got a have you got a focus was there a mantra that you've got yeah bro just well i'm, I'm just for me like as you've already as you probably know, like for me, the base is health and wellness. If that's solid, then I'm solid. So my real focus right now is on is a lot on training and nutrition and, and health. Yeah. Um, you know, I've always got the code. The code is sort of really important, which I've been teaching my kids lately as we run, which is show up, do the work, never give up and leave no one behind. Um, yeah. So, you know, and just sort of making sure that, you know, that I'm focused and got intention on what we're up to because when I'm in good shape, when I perform well, when I'm eating good food, the clarity just helps with everything, right? So it helps keep everything um, in the direction it needs to go. <clears throat> and and like I said, I mean, coming off these couple of years, it just really is family first, getting the family and myself into a stable setup with sort of space. Um, where we live right now is temporary in terms of we only sign up for a six month lease. Once yeah. this is out, we're off to the beach, mate. We'll be moving in beside the beach, guaranteed. Nice. Nice. Um, we've just realized that that's where we belong. We, oh, cool. <laughs> our yeah. kids love it. Um, so we'll get into an environment where, you know, where the lifestyle just, just really helps push you to those areas that you want to be at. Um, yeah, mate. And just, just get, make sure this year is, 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 um, yeah, good, good stability year again, another stability year after three years of none, but, um, yeah, just get it set up, set up and crank it out. Yeah, and it's and it's motivation. Eh? I think you've got to you've got to set yourself a, a goal. But like you say, recognize how far you've come this year and the things that are important to you as a family. And being close to the beach is one of those things. So the effort and energy it takes probably for you to pack up everybody and truck out to the beach, negotiate traffic. You're like, no, nah, well, this is trying to probably tell us something. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> let's make it easy so we can just walk there <laughs> every day, <laughs> mate. Every day, literally every, every night. Like, even after dinners, we've driven out there, mate. Like it's so funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I remember. I remember the good old days. You know, as a as a parent, when you're taking your kids out, it was like we were going to war or going yeah. to Everest because you would have every bag and you would have your doomsday oh. plan. You would have every food, nappy, you name, <laughs> you name it under yep. the sun. Um, everything was everything was mapped out um ab absolute carnage so yeah i'm all about path of least resistance now yeah. and 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 planning for success doesn't mean overcomplicating shit which which um i'm absolutely notorious for so simplicity simplicity yeah. is the key for me like i say we can go back to that walking thing just keep it keep it simple and and keep the vibes and the energy um yeah the energy high um bro so goals are you know for for moving moving forward into because we have episode 42 obviously we've got to crank over 50 episodes for the for dmc podcast very shortly um you know the fitness series the interviews with peeps was super cool a lot of real cool feedback a lot of great people so again if there's people that you want us to talk to let us know doesn't matter where they're from or what they're doing if they've got something to add value add don't be fooled that just because it's fitness focused that um, it's all about fitness. Man, there's some cool life lessons in there. So go back and have a look at some of the some of the other episodes and the earlier earlier episodes have a lot of gravity when some of the stuff we talk about. Um, mm. And for us, we haven't lost that energy and that passion for just 
conversation and talking to people and helping people first and foremost so that's what we want the dmc crew to do sliding into some serious dms with a, a, a couple of people hoping to get some interviews with some i call them hitters but people that have achieved some cool things and i mean it's it's out there uh some of them are pretty far-fetched, I think, in some of the names that I'm looking at. But um, if people inspire you enough and you pick up that type of energy, you've got there's, you've got nothing to lose by asking the question. And what's the worst thing that can happen? They say no, in which case you can say, well, I tried. And then mm. try again. And then basically stalk them until they, until they succumb. No, don't do that. But just, mm. <laughs> just, just be persistent. If it's important, be persistent have clarity in what you're trying to achieve. Um, keep it really, really simple. Um, be, be, be kind. Give yourself massive, again, give yourself massive pat on the back for getting through 2021, peeps. Because holy shit, it was a biggie. But 2022, is it going to be challenging? Shit, yes. But what are we all about, mate? Look at the history of the human race, overcoming challenges and adversity, and here we are. So let's think about what opportunity have we to grow as people, as humans, to develop. Um, check out my bro and the old park games. Get on there and have a look at the, what the bro's up to. Um, doing some cool stuff, giving you the opportunity to go out and just work out in the park, like simple stuff. Um, find a piece of lawn where you could go and work out, even walk out your back door and you have the ability to train at a great intensity with a real cool trainer. Do that type of stuff, you know? Mm. Find something different if you want to. Do the same thing, but better. Um, yeah, let's, let's look at the opportunities that we've got. We can always do more, I think. We can always do more. Damn straight, brother. Damn straight, mate. Well, it's um, good to see you. Good to talk again, bro. And good to... Uh connect with the listeners again yeah Come yeah like, like blessed blessed humbly and and like i say mate um you know whatever we go through we go through together um i'll be up in the 09 i think shortly anyway gonna breeze up bring the tennis rackets up for the for the uh, browns bay world champs um come up hit a, hit a couple of tennis balls sit down have a couple of cold ones and and some decent food and some conversation and enjoy this thing called life while we have the opportunity to enjoy it. Um, one cool thing that I didn't talk about, you know, while I was out for a walk with um, with my wife, Justine, um, a couple of weeks ago, and I ran across a guy that that uh, I'd cycled with. And the joke was, is your bike broken? And um, he goes, mate, I'm broken. I said, you're shit, are you all right? And he goes, well, I've just, I've, I've been diagnosed with bowel, bowel cancer. I'm like, fuck. And that, and that's a conversation stopper. But we stood there. We we would have been talking for forty minutes, you know, about his journey. Um, and sure, he's you know he's sixty, but it's still way too young to go through stuff like that. And I think back to to my father-in-law who passed away at the age of sixty-seven to the dread of cancer, and I have some other friends that are going through it. And it just shows how precious life is, and also the importance. If you've got something you feel is wrong, get it checked out. Um, don't trust Dr. Google, go to your local, go to your local doctor. But life is short, man, way too short. And the closer I get to the edge of it, you know, I, I, I look back in the things, but I also, what I'm doing is looking forward and appreciating every day and every interaction. And the thing I left with when I, when I saw this, this guy, I said, mate, at the end of the, I've ridden with you. I know you're a fighter. You'll get over this. You'll get through this. And just to connect with him. And I said, mate, honestly, if you need anything, just come and bang on my door. And he was kind of taken aback by that, and his wife was taken aback by that. But it's true sentiment, you know. If we can just offer, whether it's a, a walk or a conversation or a moment in time, just to help people going through, because everybody's going through different shit. And it made anything that I had, and I've got such a great life. I'm blessed on, on in many ways, um, you know. But it makes it gives you perspective. It gives you massive perspective. So think about that. There are always people doing it tough. Um, there are people struggling, and let's be mindful of that. Be kind and and be humble. And again, we could have I could have walked past um, this guy and said nothing and go hi, how are you going, and not even gone through that story. And I think that interaction and connection was really really important to to let him know that he's got someone, you know, really rooting for him 
and so take the time to stop if you if you brush past someone stop say hello and have a conversation and how are you like mm. Maddox does yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> well ask yourself what would Maddox do <laughs> oh brother love it yeah but bro um parting words yeah we we love you guys it's so great to be back in 2022 so great to have the handsome rig that is cody hunter back together again united never divided um you know um at the end of the day we're family and we look out for each other and we care for each other first and foremost and we care for you guys and care for each other and everybody out there uh, from the big rig, Mr. Cody Hunter, myself, Adam Rigby. That's the DMC podcast, episode number 42. Be kind. We love you heaps. Peace. Peace.